Hello everybody, my name is Zachary Franks, and I'd like to welcome you to the first edition of the Randomness Podcast. Um, this is a new podcast I'm going to be doing from now on, hopefully, about something completely different each week. It's the entire goal of this. So, anyways, one day I was just, uh, I had this idea one day because I had tried other podcasts before, and um, I suffered from severe burnout because the other podcast I was doing was just about one thing. So instead of, you know, basically being like, let's make the, making a podcast about one particular topic, I'm going to want to make it about a wide range of topics, a lot of things I like. Um, so, for example, one week we could be talking about football, the next week we could be talking about movies or TV or music, um, or, you know, and vice versa. So um, we'll kind of go all over the place. For example, um, this first episode is going to be about the city of Atlanta, so like a tourist guide, what to do there, and you know, so on and so forth. But we'll, uh, before I get to that, I would like to first tell you a little bit about myself. Um, so anyways, as I said before, my name is Zachary Franks. Um, I am uh, 17 years old. I'm a junior in high school. I live in upstate South Carolina. Um, I am a huge sports fan, particularly football and baseball. Those are my two passions. Uh, my three teams, uh, sports teams, are the Falcons for football, the Braves for baseball, and Clemson for college football uh, because they're literally 45 minutes up the road from me. So, you know, Clemson's huge here. Naturally, I pick up on them. Um, but anyways, um, um, I am doing this kind of because I'm interested in pursuing a career in radio and television broadcasting. Um, so I'm just kind of doing this as a way to practice and get better at it. So don't ex- don't you know be surprised if this first one or these first few don't turn out as good because you know I am just trying to do this as practice and hopefully you know be able to you know get better at it as I go on. But anyways, um, with all that being said, let's go ahead and get started into today's topic. So today's topic, as I said previously, is going to be about the city of Atlanta, basically. Um, what to do there and, you know, what you need to see and how to, you know, maneuver the city and where to go, where not to go, you know, so on and so forth. Um, anyways, I've broken it down into several topics, um, helpful topics, um, such as um, things to do or see, shopping, where to stay, where not to stay, how to get around um, sports in the city, because like I said, that is my passion, and why I love Atlanta. Um, I, so anyways, um Let's go ahead and get started. Um, so some things to do around the city. Um, you know, first of all, you have the main attractions like the World of Coke, Georgia Aquarium, um, Zoo Atlanta, College Football Hall of Fame, CNN Center, the Human Rights Museum, and the Art Museum. Um, those are, you know, really what Atlanta is very popular for, particularly the World of Coke and the Aquarium and the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, you know, those are, you know, I've been to all three of those. Um, they're all three great places. Um, they're definitely must-dos and must-sees. Um, um, but some word of advice as a tourist myself doing that, um, if you want to do the those type of events like the World of Coke and uh, the Aquarium, look into buying a city pass. A city pass is going to run about $75, but you get admission into, um, you know, all the places I just mentioned. Um, the CNN Center, a CNN Tour, um, College Football Hall of Fame, or the Civil Rights Museum, Zoo Atlanta, or something else. I think it might be the Art Museum. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. Um, World of Coke and Georgia Aquarium. And again, it runs at about $75. But it really pays for itself because the aquarium itself runs about $40 a person. 
and the College Football Hall of Fame runs about $22 a person, and the World of Coke's about $18 a person, so, um, you know, it's definitely, you know, worth the, the 75 to get the City Pass if you want to do all of those, because, like I said, you know, just the aquarium by itself is 40 so... Um, and again, that's just for adults. Kids are a little lower. So if you're going to go look at, you know, the main attractions in Atlanta, by purchase, I would recommend purchase a, a city pass. As far as the attractions themselves, all of them are great and definitely worth seeing. Um, I don't remember the aquarium that much. It's been a while since I've been there, but I literally went to the World of Coke yesterday. Or, yes, yesterday, and then I... Uh, went to College Football Hall of Fame today before that because we had just taken a trip to Atlanta and they are really great places to go and great places to, you know and places I think everybody should see especially if you're a fan of college football and it's the world of coke just anybody it's just really cool to learn about the history of a soft drink you've probably drank it a million times in your life um, and to go in there and just taste the different flavors of coke that they have from across the world um, so um, the cup and then uh, the aquarium, um, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like the largest aquarium in the country, um, so it's definitely one of the more popular ones. Um, it has large well exhibits and all this other stuff, so pretty much any type of fish um, you can think of is going to be in the aquarium. Zoo Atlanta, uh, again, it's been a while since I've been there too, but Zoo Atlanta is one of the largest zoos in the country, um, and they have... Uh, unique animals such as pandas and you know whatnot. I don't really remember the zoo very much at all. It was kind of we were going because it was free with the city pass, but it wasn't very high up on our list. Um, and then on top of you know the stuff you don't get with the city pass, however, um, are also might be worth seeing, and that is Six Flags Over Georgia and Stone Mountain. Now Stone Mountain is a really cool place to go to because um, you know it's it's a you know big stone mountain with a lots of history um, it has a confederate mural carved into the side of it um, and they're you know discussing about changing that in the near future but um you know it does they have like the laser show at night fireworks um you can ride to the top of the mountain you get amazing views of the city of atlanta from the top of the mountain and this is again this is located a few miles outside of atlanta in stone mountain georgia um it's a little community but you know, Stone Mountain, definitely worth seeing um, if you, you know, love looking, love mountains, want to hike it, you know, want to go see laser shows and fireworks. Um, They're both highly enjoyable. I'd highly recommend going to check them out. I'm not 100% sure about how much Stone Mountain cost at the moment, but um, I don't think they run that much. Um, you can also stay there, camp there if you're a camper. You know, you can stay in the hotel there, um, you know, if you would like so, you know, you can just, like I said, you can just stay there and go see all the sites in Atlanta if you if you want to. Um, and then outside of the World of Coke, there, or the Stone Mountain, rather, um, you also have Six Flags over Georgia. Now, I'm currently a season pass holder of Six Flags, and I've been to Six Flags hundreds of times in my life. Um, it's, it's a really fun place, and there's some really nice people who work there, some really fun rides, um, you know, nothing huge. That's kind of the disappointing part. There's no really big ride at Six Flags that you must ride, but you know there are some quality roller coasters like Goliath and Twits the Cycle and the Mindbender that all three have um, been praised. For those of you who like roller coasters, I personally do not. Um, so um, if you love amusement parks, Six Flags is worth checking out. Um, I don't know exactly how much a daily pass costs. Um, I don't think it's that much. Um, I know I got a season pass with parking included for $49, which is a, just an amazing Cyber Monday deal they had going. Um, so, 
um, yeah, if you, you know, if you like music parks, Six Flags is probably worth checking out, but if, you know, if, you know, you don't, they're not your favorites, you're not missing much at Six Flags over Georgia, there's really no big rides there, um, and depending on how much it costs, it might not even really be worth it anyways, um, so outside of the, the main things to do, we also have, um, some shopping, um, now, there's a lot of shopping around Atlanta, it's a major city, what do you, you know, you really, you know, as you know, everybody loves, you know, major cities typically have a lot of shopping, so, um, some of the main malls around the city are like the Mall of Georgia, um, Sugarloaf Mills, uh, both of those are a good little ways outside of downtown Atlanta, the Mall of Georgia is probably about 30 to 45 minutes northeast of Atlanta off the I-85, and Sugarloaf Mills is probably more like 30, 35 minutes northeast of Atlanta off I-85, um, but they're both really cool malls, um, the Mall of Georgia is the largest mall in the state of Georgia, um, you know, they have pretty much all the, a lot of the big stores, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, um, I know they have stuff like, you know, uh, Belk, no, they don't have, I don't even know what they have, to be honest with you, it's been a while since I've been, um, but, um, Sugarloaf Mills is another mall. It's kind of a different type of mall. You know, you have more outlet stores there than you do, like, traditional mall stores. So, instead of having, like, you know, a traditional department store like JCPenney, you'll have stuff like the Bass Pro Shop, Ross, Burlington. I think they're getting a five below there, um, you know, and, you know, definitely more of a value mall than the other ones. It's a large one-floor mall, uh, probably about a mile all the way around it. Um, and there's like, there's a, it's a really good mall. Um, it is kind of dying a little bit. Unfortunately, a lot of the shops are no longer open or aren't open because of the COVID pandemic, but you know, it is still a really cool mall. Um, probably my personal favorite in the city. Um, you also have, um, the Atlantic station. I've never been to Atlantic station, but, um, I know it's right in, Midtown Atlanta, just north of Georgia Tech, and, you know, they're supposed to have some really cooler high-end shops, um, as well as other stuff like the temporary Falcons team stores there, you know, for sports fans and, you know, and other shops. Now, I don't really know a whole lot about this one because, like I said, I've never been, but, you know, um, to my knowledge, it's more higher-end stuff than, you know, these other malls. Um, and then there's also, you have also have the Cumberland Mall. This is out in the Cumberland area, which is over near where the Braids play at Truist Park. Um, Cumberland Mill, the Cumberland Mall is, um, honestly one of the weaker ones in Atlanta, but it's still a two-story mall with tons of stores in it. Um, I don't really remember the main ones, but it's, it's more of a traditional two-story mall you see in any other city across America. There's nothing really, truly special to it. But if you are a little early to a Braves game and you want to walk in there, um, it, you can probably find some pretty cool, pretty good stuff in there. Um, there's also, um, you know, let's see, um, stuff like the Perimeter Mall, uh, and which is uh, I just went there on this trip as well as like as well as Sugarloaf Mills. Um, the Perimeter Mall is cool because you can take the uh, public transportation straight there. Marta train will take you straight to the Perimeter perimeter mall and it's it's a pretty cool you know little shopping mall higher a little bit higher end but not really that bad the anchor stores are stuff like Nordstrom and Von Mars um, but there are still you know traditional mall stores in there so you know it might be a little bit more higher end but it's still not that bad one of the coolest things about it is um, they actually had something called an Amazon four star star uh, store which is basically what you would go buy on Amazon 
Um, I've personally never seen one before, so I thought it was really cool and unique. So, you know, it was probably one of the stronger moles in around the Atlanta area as well, especially since it's a lot closer to the city, and you could take the public transportation straight there. And then you also have which is a very, very upscale neighborhood of Atlanta, so... Um, if you like more higher-end stuff, um, I would definitely recommend taking out a few of the places around Buckhead. I think, you know, there's stuff like Lennox Square and Buckhead Village um, for shopping. So, if, you know, if you like the higher-end stuff, I would definitely recommend checking out the Buckhead area. Um, now, um, where should you stay if you go to downtown Atlanta and not stay? Um, well, um, personally, I do recommend staying in and around the midtown area um there are a couple higher end hotels there and i know you know for families they're not the best but if you're just traveling with a couple people rooms don't really run that bad and these hotels are stuff like omni and the westin um hotels and then you know like there's a marriott downtown um so like i said not the best for families but you know if you're just a couple you want to go for the night um you can get a, a room there for about 150 a night maybe um but it's really worth it because you get this you don't really even have to get out and drive to a lot of the places like the world of coke because you can just walk to them from your hotel um and there's also a marta station right nearby so if you can't walk to it you can probably take public transportation to it so you don't really have to get out and drive in the traffic and around atlanta which is can be pretty rough at times so um but the western and the omni are both really nice hotels really you know they're really cool offer great views of the city have some pretty nice amenities to them. Um, that's where I personally would recommend staying if you are able to um, and it's just a couple or you're just going for business or whatever. Um, if, you know, if it's more families, um, I do recommend probably staying outside of the city. Um, some other places you could look at um, could be uh, around the Cumberland area, the Cumberland Truist Park area, there's some really nice hotels around there, more chain-based, like, you know, Comfort Inn, Country Inn. Um, the hotels out in that area are actually pretty nice and a lot more, you know, family. You know, they're a lot better for families. Um, you know, like, for example, there's a Country Inn over near Truist Park, and you can get a room there for a suite there for, you know, with, you know, so you can get, like, a two-room suite with, room to sleep your entire family for around $130 a night, so that's, that is pretty cool that, you know, that option is available, so for more families, you know, if you're looking to stay at a hotel, I'd recommend staying out around the Truist Park area, um, you know, also, there's, for families, there's also, you know, stuff like, um, Airbnb rentals or whatnot, you know, you can rent people's apartments in the city, so, um, if you want to go that route, um, you know, you probably can find some more cheaper options for families, um, but, you know, the Comfort Inn out around Truist Park's pretty nice and pretty and very good for families because it is a good bit bigger than some of the other rooms you might see. Um, Buckhead area, um, the, like I said about the shopping, it's going to be really expensive, but it's probably going to be really nice too. So if you want to stay in a, a four or five star hotel that's got tons of amenities and, you know, is you know, super, super fancy... Um, look out around Buckhead, you'll probably find that. Um, again, Buckhead's not my style. I'm not, you know, I don't, don't do fancy all that much, so I don't really look there. But if it is your style, um, that is also an option for you. Um, where you should not stay in the city of Atlanta, um, is definitely would be around Six Flags. 
Um, Six Flags have some of the worst hotels I've ever stayed at in my life um, around the, the park. The park itself is fine. It's safe. It's, you know, really fun. But the hotels surrounding it are, like, half the time's infested with roaches, whatnot. Um, you know, rooms are filthy. They stink. There's sketchy people hanging around outside. Um, don't stay near Six Flags. Um, look somewhere else. Drive a few miles up the interstate and stay in one of the other suburbs, but not near Six Flags. It's just not worth it. Um, you could also look at, um, I also would not recommend staying in around the old Turner Field area, so Georgia State, Georgia State Stadium, and around the Zoo Atlanta, um, as that's really kind of the sketchiest part of Atlanta to me. I've, I've went to Turner Field numerous times as a Braves fan back in the day. Um, I even went to a football game there not too long ago. That place is super sketchy, super unsafe. I would highly not recommend not staying near there just because I never felt safe there in the first place. Um, so that's just kind of your guide to stay. Um, now, how do you, exactly do you get around Atlanta? Um, so as I mentioned, Atlanta does have public transportation, um, but if you really want to go see the city as a whole and all these malls and stuff that are a little bit outside the city, you're mainly going to have to drive, and that's really unfortunate because driving in Atlanta can be a nightmare. So ready yourself for heavy, heavy traffic, some of the worst traffic you'll ever be in. Atlanta's one of the worst cities for traffic. Um, you know, you might, if you hit it at rush hour, you might be sitting there for a while. So just, you know, just kind of be prepared for that. If you, you know, if you're going to the city and you want to go see the city and you want to drive. Um, Atlanta does have, you know, there's also stuff like Lyft and, um, rideshare, rideshare services like Lyft and Uber. Um, they're more popular than cab services in Atlanta. I really don't know of a cab service in Atlanta, but I know a lot of people do take Lyft or Uber to get where they're going. So if you want to do something like a cab, definitely do Lyft or Uber in Atlanta because that's really the option. Um, but, you know, those can get pretty pricey and driving can be a nightmare. So if you can, um, I might would recommend trying to stay on MARTA. Now, MARTA is um, a public transportation service. It's rail and bus, um, but it only services two of the five or six counties that make up the Atlanta metro area and it will not take you places like Suntra or Truist Park or the Mall of Georgia or any of those places way out there um, because unfortunately the system itself is pretty underfunded. Uh, MARTA kind of has a bad name for itself because it has had it you might see some really sketchy people hanging around there. Um, um, I myself wrote it not too the other day it was I there was some sketchy stuff going on down there um, you know but you know, if you sit near the front where the conductor is and the police officer sits, you'll you'll be fine. Um, I do not recommend taking Marta at night. Do not do that. Um, that's, to me, that would probably be asking to get mugged because a lot of homeless people do ride the train. Um, so Marta can be pretty sketchy and it can be pretty dirty, run down, you know. But in itself, it's a really cheap train surface. It wasn't, I didn't feel terrified on it or anything. And it will take you to certain parts of the city and save you from having to drive. Uh, Marto only costs two fifty a person, for example, whereas an Uber will be like $40. Um, train will be two fifty per person. Um, you know, and of course you do have to be wary a little bit about, you know, if you hit it at the right time. Marta can get pretty crowded, um, although not a lot of people take it. A lot of people do take it. So Marta can be pretty crowded, and it's also not very reliable to my understanding. I did not have to, did, I did not really have anywhere to be that day, so I didn't really care. But if you have to be somewhere at a certain time, uh, just be weary that Marta can be pretty unreliable 
way to get there, so leaving plenty of time if you're taking the, the train. Um, so after that, um, let's talk about sports for a little bit. Um, so the Atlanta features um, four major sports teams, the Falcons of the NFL, the Braves of the MLB, the Hawks of the NBA, and the Atlanta United for the MLS. Um, so out of all the teams, the um, Braves and the United are the most successful. The Braves are probably the most popular because um, they're really the only baseball team truly in the Southeast. So you'll see a wide range of fans. Uh, I myself am a huge Braves fan, so um, you know I go to a good many games. Uh, if you're in the city of Atlanta, the Braves are playing. You're able to go. I'd highly recommend it if you do enjoy baseball, or even if you don't enjoy baseball, because it's just a blast down there or up there at the stadium. You know, you know there's they're very well supported typically, especially on weekends. A lot of families go um, on weekdays. You, they don't really draw the biggest crowd, so you can usually find tickets for really cheap. Um, on weekdays, you can usually find them for less than $10 a person. Um, on weekends, they can range up to around 15 to 25 depending on how popular the game is. Um, you know, Like I said, if you are going to a weekend game, I definitely try to buy plenty of time because they will sell out almost all of those typically if they're good. Uh, if you're going to a weeknight game, I might would actually wait until like the day before because you can really find cheap, cheap tickets um, unless they're doing like some sort of promotion that makes it really high demand. But Braves games are a lot of fun. Um, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff for kids to do. There's the Battery Atlanta shopping area outside the stadium, so you can kind of you know walk around and look at some of the high-end shops that surround Central or Truist Park now. Um, you know, there's also um, the Hope and Will Sandlot in the stadium for kids to play. Um, they have stuff like a rock climbing wall and all sorts of, you know, like batting cages and, you know, you could throw pitching me meters that measure how fast you throw the pitching as well as stuff like arcade games to play. Um, and there's also, you know, like stuff like the Braves Museum um, and all this other stuff. So the Braves games are a lot of fun. Um, they really worked hard to make it an all-around great experience, not only in the stadium but outside the stadium. It's in a lot safer area than the Braves used to play in. And every time I go to Truist Park, it gets better and better. So, um, out of all the things to do in Atlanta, the Braves are my, my personal favorite. They're a lot of fun. Um, and if you can, I'd highly recommend going to check out a game there. Um, now, the United are also really popular in Atlanta because of how many different cultures they are. I'm not really familiar with soccer, so I don't know that much about the United. But they did just win the MLS Cup. I think it was in either 2017 or 2018. Are maybe even 20, I'm pretty sure it was 2018 where they won the MLS Cup. Um, so, you know, the United are pretty good too. They're relatively new. They were just founded in 2017, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, um, and like I said, they're a pretty big draw in, around the city because of the fact that they are, you know, successful and Atlanta does have um, lots of Hispanics that are, uh, you know, love soccer. And whatnot. So um, outside the United, you also had the Falcons. I'm a huge Falcons fan too, as I said. Um, unfortunately, um, the Falcons games are a lot of fun if you're able to go to them. I would recommend that they play they, both them and the United playing the one of the nicest, if not the nicest, stadiums around in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, um, with huge scoreboards and you know retractable roof and really fan-friendly pricing on stuff like concessions. It's really a cool experience to go see a game there as well because of how nice the stadium itself is. It's, you know, brought a ton of money into the city. So, you know, seeing the stadium, you know, and doing 
you know, seeing a game there is really a unique experience. I would highly recommend it if you can do it. However, um, as far as the Falcons go, for one, the NFL itself are a lot more expensive, and the Falcons currently do not sell single-game tickets. So if you're going to go to a Falcons game, you're probably going to have to pay upwards of $50 to get a ticket, even for the cheapest. Um, um, and on top of that, you have to watch the pathetic excuse of a football team the Falcons are. As a fan, I cannot believe how bad they are this year and how tremendously unlucky they are. That, um, so if you are a Falcons fan, um, you know, just be prepared. They will disappoint. Um, if you're not really a Falcons fan, um, I probably wouldn't go to a Falcons game per se because, you know, it is expensive. And NFL games are really different than baseball games. They're not something that happen every night in the summer. They're something that happen in the fall you know, on Sundays. So they are a lot more higher in demand. And honestly, I don't even know how much it's worth it at the moment with how bad the team is. Um, now, if you're not a Falcons fan and you want to go pull for a different team, you know, knock yourself out, they'll probably win. So, um, you know, outside the Falcons, you also have the Hawks. Um, if you're going to the winter, Hawks games are like Braves games. They're pretty cheap. You can find tickets for you know, less than $10 sometimes, or if not, you know, 15 to $25 for the general admission tickets. Um, the Hawks, you know, they are young and promising. I don't know that much about them, but I know they're up and coming as an NBA team. Trey Young's one of the best players in basketball, for example. So the Hawks are, you know, fun to watch, supposedly. Um, I have, Like I said, I don't watch basketball, so I don't know. But the Hawks are supposedly pretty fun to watch, and you know they they play in a really nice arena that's connected to the Seton Center, so you really get an all exclusive, all exclusive experience there with the food court and the CNN Center right outside. And you go into the game, you get to watch some basketball in one of the nicest arenas in the NBA. So that is pretty cool about the Hawks. Um, so with all that being said, I would really like to talk a little bit about why I love the city of Atlanta. As I said, I do live in upstate South Carolina, so I don't live in the city of Atlanta or the Atlanta metro area. Um, but I love going to Atlanta. We go a lot. I've been hundreds of times in my life, um, either to Six Flags, to a Braves game, or just to go shop, or you know, or whatever. So it's it's really a fun experience to go to Atlanta. Um, I look forward to it every time I get a chance to go but why I love Atlanta truly is because of um three main reasons how nice the people are there's always something to do and my favorite sports scenes play there like I said so you know Atlanta is really a fun fun place to go um if you're able to go you know just have fun just beware it can be pretty sketchy at times there are some places you probably don't want to go but you know, Atlanta is all around a fun city, a relatively safe city, so I would not, you know, I would not be terrified, but also would be a little more cautious than I would in a lot of places because it can be pretty sketchy. Um, so with all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, um, thank you for listening to the first edition of the Randomness Podcast. I'm Zachary Franks, and I hope you'll join, join me next time. Thank you so much for listening.